Perhaps the most controversial topic of discussion in our day revolves around truth. Opinions often blur the lines of an objective truth. Streaming platforms, social media, and other mediums allow individuals to project their truths upon the masses like never before. In the midst of woke, cancel culture, religious freedoms, political liberties, social injustice, we attempt to search for and reveal the truth. This is Truth Revival. Truth Revival, it's good to be back. My name is Roman Hamilton. I think that we're on episode seven. I think this is episode seven. Is that right, Paul? I think so. I've been gone. So, yeah, I think it's seven. It's so good to hear that silky voice again. (laughs) We've been having guests on the show. Paul's been busy, but he's back. He's like the Terminator. I'll be back. He's back, baby. (laughs) And joining me today is Mr... Randy Ware. Randy Ware, the beard himself, <laughs> the bearded wonder. He's giving James Harden a run for his money. I love it. Yeah, he don't want any part of this. <laughs> and then we have Mr. Travis West. Travis West, Mr. Volkswagen himself. He's the brains behind the new electric car that's coming out. I don't think That's so. the rumor going around. <laughs> Bad rumor. You can't believe the media. <laughs> False news. Or False what news. Was Fake news. news. Is that what Trump calls it? Fake news. All right, so so today our topic really is the chosen. We have got a panel together, and when me, Paul, Travis, Randy, when we get together, we're going to try to be discussing the chosen. And you're like, well, Roman, what is the chosen? Does anyone of you guys want to try to introduce that? Want to give that a go? I think the best description I know of is, uh, you know, there's a, some uh there's a a scripture that says if everything that jesus did was written down all the books of the world wouldn't hold it i think chosen does a good job of filling in a lot of the gaps that we we don't know it's left a lot to our imagination of what could have happened but i've yet to see anything that would drag me down a false road if that makes sense and you kind of are the one who rep- recommended it to me, right, Travis? Well, uh, Randy and I talked about it in uh, Sunday school, and I think between me and him both, we kind of got you on board with it. Uh, the, and, the, and, of what, course, it's picked up steam with everybody, I think. I think the one key to it is it's not Hollywood-driven. Yep. That it's completely crowdfunded. So the director, Dallas Jenkins. 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 Yep. Dallas Jenkins. Has no bosses or overseers in Hollywood saying, you know, you can't do that. You can't do this. So he has freedom to. So he's the creator, this guy named Dallas Jenkins. If this is a multi-season drama about the life of Jesus Christ, Dallas Jenkins, he's the creator. He is the person who is kind of pushing this and it is a crowdfunded event which as randy said means that hollywood can't really have any influence and it's kind of the life of jesus that's intended to be binge watched Mm -hmm. and we are in a binge watching culture right now and travis is exactly right it's kind of a behind the scenes type thing it's like in between scripture we're going to, have to pause right here. Travis, just tighten that right, right there. The that that thing on top, the screw on top. I think that should. 
this screw right here. This one right here. That uh, that thing's not like an electric car, so. Yeah. Is that it? I think it's it. Okay, I, can, now I, can, I can make it work. I can edit all that out, so we're not we're not no, gonna... leave it. It's great. Yeah. Listen, you you know, it makes it real. It's, it, yeah, that, and that's one thing about the chosen that I love. It's like it's like real life, you know. And and we've lived in this Christian facade for so many years that uh, you know it, it's hard to live up to the standard. It's hard to live up to the to the law per se, and and walk that straight line. And so many people fall away because they can't meet that. And I think the chosen lets us know that hey, unless my spirit is in you. My spirit is drawing you. My spirit's pushing you. You won't make it. So you have to totally and completely rely on me. And I think it's awesome that Dallas Jenkins is from Chicago. Yeah, not Dallas. He's from Chicago. and Not Dallas, Texas, but no. he's from Chicago. Hey, okay. And I, almost, and I almost want to say that same line, uh, you know, that the, the guy says in the Shabbat service of Mary's, he says, well, at least... You know, he says there's something good comes out of Nazareth. Yeah, and he's so, the only uh, one who laughs. At least something good's come, <laughs> yeah. coming out of Chicago, right? Yeah, That's Chicago. True. There's so <laughs> yeah. many hom- homicides right true. now in Terrible. Chicago. It's just very, very sad. So um, the distributor of this series and how you can watch it is, I think it is, let's see. Well, you can watch it through the Chosen app. You can watch it through the Chosen app or you can watch it online at, Angel Studios, you can mm-hmm. just type in The Chosen. Yep. And I, tr- I tried to search it up on YouTube, and it wanted me to buy the episodes. Yep. But then I found a video where the director or, or the creator himself, Dallas Jenkins, it's like he's watching it with you. And he kind of exp- does some behind the scenes. There's so many behind the scenes. There's so much content that The Chosen, they just allow you in. And they're powerful. It's very powerful. Yes. Uh, so I saw where even Carrie Job and the folks who sing that new song, The Blessing, they were part of the cast, and they sang it to the cast and the crew, and they just had like a worship service. So it's, it, it again, it's not anything that it's really intended to make money, which I'm sure there's going to be a huge profit from this, but they're doing it to share the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ out to the masses. So... We're going to try to talk about episode one and episode two. Yeah, they actually had a live event in Dallas, the 23rd, and it sold out in eight minutes. Yeah. So it's huge. And I think that, and I read on here that this originally launched in 2017. Yeah, Mm -hmm. from a, he did a uh, Christmas play, I think. A Christmas play at his church. At his church. So it's a, it originally launched in 2017. It's taken a little bit of time to kind of build some steam. And now where is the show at right now? It's episode eight of season two. Episode eight, season two. Sunday night. That'll be the final episode of season two. Now, when you say Sunday night, Randy, let's be more specific. 9 p.m. Pe- Sunday no, night. But people who, oh. uh, people who hear July this. July 12th? I think it's 11th, if I'm... 11th. 11th. So that'd be 11th. July 11th. When, when you listen to this, it'll probably be after the fact, but but still, all of this stuff is online. You can find it. Highly recommend it. It's, it's great stuff. Let's dig into... Episode one, right off the bat, I think the first scene is uh, of a father and his son, and they're looking up at the star of Bethlehem. Actually, it's Mary and yeah, her it's grandfather. Mary. Yep, Mary and her grandfather yep. Yep. looking, and and, and, and Mary has star, yeah. and this would be Mary of Magdala, mm-hmm. or as we know yeah, her, Mary. It opens up in Magdala in 2 B.C. Mary yep. Magdalene. And, and see, that's one of the great things that the show does. It prefaces by saying that it tries to stick 
as closely to scripture as possible, but it does take some creative liberties. Yes. But to ensure that everything is coherent, I guess, or to say that it's in, a, in alignment with scripture. And there's some scenes that we're going to talk about that does not take place in scripture, but I don't have a problem with them because it kind of lines up, you know, yep. and it humanizes a lot of these characters that we read about in scripture. So right off the bat, it starts off with Mary and her father, and he references a scripture out of Isaiah chapter 43. And I think it's verse number one. Do you have that pulled up, yep. Travis? I'm impressed. <laughs> Read that for us. He says, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. Mm, what a is, way to start a show. What a, <laughs> I mean, that's the way to start something. I've read that verse time and time again, but when I saw that in that show, I just it just washed over me. Again, I have redeemed thee, mm-hmm. and thou art mine. You guys want to just say anything on that right now? I just think it's so awesome that you can see the commandments of, of the Bible come come to place in this. You know, I think it's great how he's training the child up in the way that it should go. You know, he's he's leading the scripture and and putting the scripture in his heart and in his mind, in the child's mind, and then later on. You know, when she's going through all her stuff and Jesus walks up, that's what keys her. Yep. He says, you're mine. And it's like, boom. It's know. a theme throughout. Well, he, yep. You know, it's he it. says uh, she had been going by Lilith yeah. the whole time of her possession or, or, or the state she was in. And then he says, Mary. Yeah. yeah. Called her by name. Called her by name. Yep. That, well, we're already to the scene that got me the whole yeah. episode one. Was, you had to wait yeah, we jumped way, we jumped, way, but, yeah, but that, way to go, scripture. Paul. I'm sorry, man. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, in, in starting this show, I kept looking for Jesus. Because I was like, it's a show about Jesus. Where's Jesus? That's yeah. what I was getting Where's at. Where's like, Jesus at? I, I saw it and I thought, okay, was well, they're going to do the uh, Bethlehem story. They're going to do the birth of Jesus, yep. Mary and Joseph. Okay. And then just boom, it starts. And I was like, where is Jesus? But and I kept going, is that Jesus? You know, you see somebody, is that who's what? No, yeah. no, no. And you keep waiting. Yeah, I kept waiting for the cheesiness then, to come out. And then you know, here it comes. most of those shows are. Yep. It was, uh, go ahead. Well, you said it earlier. When did Jesus show up? Yeah, in, in the bar. That was powerful. Yeah. It was he great. really didn't show up until the last scene. But where did so he cool. show up? He made his present shown. In the bar, yeah. In the bar. Yeah. I love the fact, though, that, that when she's, you know, the portrayer is being possessed and and the the parallel there between the Pharisees and and the normal people, you know, there was a big division there. You know, they didn't want anything to do with them. Mm-hmm. So the Romans go and get Nicodemus and say, Hey man, we got one over in this sector over here. We need you. You're gonna have to check this out. And he's like, and you can see the look and he's like, I don't want a bad get, part of town. Well, really let me let me play this real quick. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. So Nicodemus just exits the building there. <laughs> when I saw that, I was kind of like, oh. Oh, I would yeah. exit it too. Yeah. And that was creepy. It was a little bit creepy. Well, I, and but I also real- like how they 
tied Nicodemus into it. You know, when when Quintus pulls him over on the road, he comes up, and uh, now Quintus was like a governor of. I he think was, was a pre- it? Pre- I can't pronounce the it. Prefect. Yes, he, he was a prefect for of for what, Judea. Judea. Yep. So he was kind of like a guy that was in charge. Yep. And he kept getting these reports of of uh, Mary, I guess, scratching people and uh, abusing people, and I even think. There were some Roman soldiers involved in it, and I think that's what stirred up that uh, Quintus had to get something done. And he basically goes in and he uh, quotes Scripture, and I don't know if there was a... I think they talked about the exorcist of that time. His wife, Nicodemus's wife... Now, Nicodemus is called the teacher of teachers. Mm-hmm. Yep. The One of the lead... Pharisees of the Sanhedrin, and we read about Nicodemus a little bit in in Scripture, specifically John, John chapter 3. We don't get a whole big glimpse into the life of Nicodemus. There's some glimpses in Scripture, but it's cool to see that Nicodemus was a man of renown, a man that was respected, a man that was well-educated. Nicodemus, he's trying to exercise the demons out of Lilith, also later to be known as Mary, he is unsuccessful, and they say, we're not afraid of you. And what Nicodemus felt in that moment, you know, guys, he felt helpless. He questioned everything. He questioned everything. That's when it started him questioning everything. Yeah, he even said God himself, he didn't think, could have cast those demons out. Which we all know is setting the stage well, and, and Nicodemus is questioning not the integrity of the law, but how it's being interpreted by the Pharisees and Sadducees of that time. And he has this uh, dialogue with his wife about it. And she basically shuts him down and says, you're being blasphemous even talking about this. Yeah, almost like you're a fool. Yep, you know. Yep. And basically she told him, you had no business being there anyways. Yeah. And he convinced right. himself that, well, you know you're right. God Himself couldn't even cast these demons out. She was, and then He gives the little speech at the dinner, saying that you know there are some souls that are just damned. They've sinned so much that there's no hope for them, and that's how He wrote it off. And then the next thing you know, He's in His study <laughs> yeah. digging about exorcism yep, and, yep. And, and demons, and He's studying all out, you know. And 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 oh, the other guy comes in, and he's like trying to cover it up. He's like, "I'm studying. Why are you bugging me?" You know. And, <laughs> and it's almost like uh, like we are in in our world today. Uh, we get into those situations that people think are taboo or whatever. We just kind of cover it up, you know. We don't want. I don't want you to know God's dealing with me in this, you know, and you try to cover it up and go on with your life. That's so, so true. And it's just like us, you know, we're we're trying to seek out the answers, and guys, the answer is Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. The answer is Jesus. So we, we've talked a little bit about Nicodemus. We've talked a little bit about Mary. Uh, you, you guys, whenever uh, whenever I was in the, in the pre-show, you guys were talking about the significance of Mary, and she was in the bar yep. whenever Jesus found her. Let's uh, let's talk about that scene real quick. Um, she's she's speaking to the owner of the bar, the eunuch. The, is yep. that what? Okay, so he was a eunuch. Yep. And one of the things that I caught in Mary's in Mary's story, it looked like a Roman soldier had sexually assaulted her. Yeah. Yep. And and that might have been one of the things that brought the demonic possession into her life or the demonic presence into her life was 
she was a woman who just had a very tragic backstory and she is in this bar and another guy comes up to her and he's trying to like, you know, pay for services or something. And she's not interested. She just wants to drink her sorrows away. And then then, we need to back up one. She had went, you know, to the hill, to the cliff, to the cliff. She's going to throw herself off the cliff. Yep. And the dove came. Yep. Drawed her attention and she followed it back to the bar. And then she goes in, going to drink her sorrows away. She she was at her wits end. Yep. I mean, yeah, she, she was done. She was yeah, she was she done. Had almost, she'd given up. Yeah. And during the whole episode, at this point, she's still going by Lilith. Lilith. So at this point, I'm during the show. I'm who is Lilith? Who is Lilith? Yeah. I'm like, I kept thinking, did I miss something? Because I don't remember a Lilith. <laughs> but it's so awesome, you know. She's like, just please give it to me. Yep. Please let me let me go to another place. Let me exit reality. Let me go away. And, and as soon as she's fixing to pick it up, Jesus puts it and says, that's not for you. You just see a hand. Yeah, that's not for you. But he meets us when we get to her place where we've had enough. We can't go no more. We and don't know what to do. do something. And, he, and, and he can fill that void. Yep. And he comes up and says, hey, that's not for you. Guys, I'm not kidding you. When I was watching that, and again, the whole time I'm thinking, where's Jesus? Where's Jesus? <laughs> and the moment that hand goes on that cup, I was like, oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he says, that's yeah. not for you. Well, it's if you remember, you. the bartender said, you drank this, you drank some more, and when hell comes, if hell comes, I'll be there with you. Wow. And then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, when Jesus showed up, I had to come apart. Yeah. That was cool. And then that's how season uh, well, episode walk, one ended. Well, they walk outside. Yeah, she, and that's what running. got me. Yeah. She tries to run she away She tries to run me. away, yeah. and all he says is, Mary. And she stops. And, and she stops. And so. Nobody knew her by that name. Mm, yeah. And then he repeats that scripture to her. And, yeah. And, yes, and he repeats, he the repeats scripture Isaiah 43 yep. 1. And that's yep. it. He will find you and call you by name. Yep. Mm. That's what got me. Yep. You have been redeemed. Call you by name. Yes. Even though you might not call yourself that name anymore. Right. You might try to hide from it. Yes. He knows you deep down. That's He'll it. call you by your name. You can hide all you want. Yeah. That was but just, he knows. I got cold chills just right <laughs> there. That's just, awesome. Yeah. Hair standing on my neck thinking about it. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with part two, right after these words. And now for the continuation of Chosen, episode one and two. So uh, we've, we've met Nicodemus. We've met Mary. We talked about Jesus. What about Peter? Peter was not who I thought that he was going to be. No, they, they put a spin on Peter yeah. that was Conniving. different than I expected. But now, every time but I now, read about him, yep. that's the picture that pops in my head is Peter. Yep. That's I love it. it. Opens love up it. the scene. They're, uh, he's, they're gambling on a, him fighting his wife's brother. Right? Yes. yes. Yep. Yep. And uh, trying to, he's trying going to, to try make a little to, money. Yep. Trying to make a little money. <laughs> he's hustling. Andrew's helping him out there. Yep. And uh, boom, it, his other brother show, says, I'm not going to fight you anymore. Said, but my other brother will. <laughs> and more KOs him. Yeah. Yep. So there's a uh, an interesting encounter with Peter. 
but it seems like you know Peter is he's a shyster. He's he's making some deals. He's kind of dishonest. Does anybody have anything else about episode one? Yeah, we need to throw Matthew in the mix and how uh, Matthew, the mm-hmm. tax collector, how he was hated. He hid in the cart to even go to work every day. Yeah, so keep they the people from seeing him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that's how he gets tied in with Peter because Peter is behind on his taxes. Peter's brother. Peter and Andrew. And, and yeah, his brother. They both are. They're going to lose and their And Andrew boat. had put his boat up as collateral for the taxes. Right. So that's how they tie Matthew into this. And One of the interesting things about Matthew, Matthew is portrayed as being a rule follower. Yeah, he has Asperger's, Asperger's syndrome. That's yeah. how yeah. they're portraying him. Okay. So he is uh, very detailed. And as OCD. A, and as a, as a tax collector, you would probably have to be. Right? And he is not going to let these guys slide. He's just quoting the law back to him. And so Peter, he says that he knows Quintus, which is, you know, the the governor of the area, the the, the you know, high ranking Roman official. And Matthew says, I'm gonna verify that. And the the guard with the with Matthew at the time said, You're crazy. Yeah. The centurion, he said, You're gonna get yourself killed. Yeah, yeah. You know who Quintus is. Yeah. Matthew's adamant about it. But I mean, that's just episode one. We I mean, I loved episode one. It had me hooked from the get go. And then instantly I watch episode two. And episode two, let's let's dive right into episode two. Um I'm gonna let one of you guys lead the way. Well, if I remember right, it starts out with with Mary. Now she's going by Mary kind of dealing with now life as would you say free redeemed free redeemed. free yeah. yep free. free of the demons yes and so she's now interacting with <clears throat> society and, and people the, are are she's you see this joy on her face yeah and the big thing she's preparing for is what Shabbat. 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 Yep. Now, we don't really talk. That's not a word that we use. Now, now do they do the, Shabbat weekly, or is that just for the feast? No, well, here's the thing. Shabbat is Sabbath. Is the Sabbath. Yeah, they do right? it weekly. Yeah. It's weekly. it's weekly. So they had these big dinners weekly. That's what I was trying to put to Which I had to look yeah. up Shabbat. Yeah. You know, when I saw it, I was yeah. like, what is Shabbat Shabbat this is, is something I just... Is Sabbath. I just okay. don't know if I'd ever heard it called that. You know, that would be the last day of the week, you know, on the last day, on the seventh day, God rested. But yeah, guys, I mean, still over in Israel, they shut everything down. Shabbat is still a big deal. I mean, we're not talking about um, unorthodox Jews that adhere to Christianity. We're still talking about orthodox Jews who still believe that their Messiah is coming and they do this to honor God. And it's just ingrained in their society. Shabbat, and they have a, a special meal. They don't work. It's it's a big deal. And Mary is trying to have her first one, I guess. A special meal. Host. Yeah. She's wanting to host it. Yeah. So, and, and the juxtaposition there is Peter is trying to, uh, he's trying to give up some names of some of his buddies that are fishing on Shabbat, right? Yeah. Well, he, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, that's the deal he made with Quintus was to turn in some of his some of his uh, co-fishermen to get out of his tax. Well, what was happening, the fishermen were yeah. going out at night, and they were fished. There was no tax on, on, Sab- on, on Shabbat. Shabbat. Yeah. So they were getting around having to pay the tax by going into the darkness They're going into the radar, huh? Yeah, yeah. And then they and would sell those it. fish or on yeah. the first day of the week, yeah. And so Peter made a deal saying, I'll turn these people in if you'll help me on my taxes, mm-hmm. which created a big division with 
with Andrew. I, Andrew I'm, was just like, "Are you kidding me?" I was watching that. Some, you know, I was watching, and I was like getting anxiety, just thinking, <laughs> "How are they going to dodge this?" You know, and but it's it's part of the show. It's the drama that's being created. There. It's that backstory. Yeah, you know, and I think that's we don't the read basis. that in scripture. You don't, and the stuff in the scripture happens, and you see it. And most of these shows, they'll go line for line through the Bible, and it's just the story that you that you read. But he's taking that, knowing that everybody knows those stories, mm-hmm. but then taking the backstory and trying to develop that something that is relatable makes it more real. It does make it, you more know, real. and uh, yeah, it makes it more real. And it I, shows I, them I, they're human. Yeah, you know, when you read it in the scripture, sometimes we don't realize these people were human. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. They, they had lives. They had li- They had, yeah. Peter, you know. You never think about it. It says it in the stretch. Peter was married, but you know after he does, yeah, Peter was married, wasn't he? Because they talk about his mother-in-law, and yeah. you're like, oh yeah, he was. And it, Jesus whole... healed Peter's mother-in-law. Exactly. That's in Luke chapter four. Yep. yep. But, but I didn't really actually think, oh, Peter's married. Yeah, and his whole married life, and how he's interacting with his wife, and you know, and it just shows that that a man will do anything to take care of himself. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. it, you'll sell out your brothers to take care of yourself. You know, it's that selfish pride that rises up in it. And I think Dallas, uh, you know, in that episode does a good job of saying, hey, you know, a lot of you are like Peter. You know, you're selfish. You're conniving. You're sneaky. You're going to do what you got to do to take care of you and yours. When the squeeze is on. When the squeeze is on. It's a, it's all about me, 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 and, and yep. who cares about you, you, you. And uh, it's it's great to, to watch how it all unfolds and the Lord gets a hold of it all. Exactly. It's great. Okay, so there's another big, uh, big portion of – uh, episode two, and that is when word gets around that Mary is not crazy Mary anymore. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, priests, I guess, yeah, was walking through the the town, and he saw uh, a woman at the the hair salon, the hair salon, and yep. and he was kind of ridiculed or critiqued by the other priest. Well, you shouldn't have been around there. He goes, I'm just oh, I was there. looking out, <laughs> you know, but. He sees Mary, and this was one of the guys also that had that was with Nicodemus when he went to Mary's house, and he said, she's different. There's something different about this woman. They go back and they tell Nicodemus, and they're celebrating uh, this redemption, this healing that comes from God, because guys, remember, there was 400 years of silence. There wasn't a prophet in Israel during this time. They had their laws they had their ceremonies they had their festivals but in terms of an anointed word from god there was 400 years of silence so this was huge right yeah oh yeah this was huge for them that god had possibly healed this woman and they're wanting to send word all the way back to jerusalem and Nicodemus says, well, let's, you know, let's not get you know ahead of ourselves here. He says, I want to go make sure. And so he goes and he finds Mary. He sees her in her right mind. And he's inquiring, what happened? Tell me. And she's trying to explain as, as best as she can. And, and I almost think that uh, she gets a little nervous and starts walking away from him because it's like she's in trouble. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Nicodemus was like, "No, no, no, you're 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 not in trouble or anything," and he's wanting to know why. What happened? When did this happen? How long did it did it take to 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 come into effect? And I want to play this little tidbit right here because this is 
quite possibly the most powerful phrase in episode two. It's so beautiful. I'm going to let Mary say it. But here's what I can tell you. I was one way. And now I am completely different. And the thing that happened in between was him. (laughs) So yes, I will know him for the rest of my life. (laughs) So yeah, I was one way and then I met him and now I'm completely different. I mean, guys, we try to explain Jesus, but that right there sums it up. When you meet Jesus, nothing's the same. Yeah. I think that's on their T-shirts now on their website. Yeah. That phrase. It's so powerful. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I was one way before I met him, and now I'm completely different. And the only thing that's in between was him. Was him. him. That's it. Him. It's Jesus. (laughs) That's that's kind of the big scene right there in, in, in episode two. Is 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 Mary and and Nicodemus right there, and and to see the look on the the actor, the the guy who's portraying Nicodemus, he is genuinely happy for her, right? And a lot of times we in, in scripture, I read about these uh, the Sanhedrin council and the Pharisees, the 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 Sadducees, they're always trying to trap Jesus, right? I mean, you read in scripture, they're always trying to trap him, they're always trying to corner him or or, or trip him up. It's almost like Nicodemus doesn't, he's not, he doesn't have his agenda. He's not trying to elevate himself. He just wants to see a move of God. Yeah. And, and for the ones that are going to just start watching it, pay attention to every character. There is no insignificant character yep. in this series as you get further along in the episodes. And, th- and that's all. I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody, but. But it just pay attention because I caught stuff watching it the second time yeah. that I didn't catch at all the first time, and I see the significance of it. Like when uh, Nicodemus is having a dialogue with Quintus and Quintus or with Matthew, I think it is, and uh, Quintus says, "Yeah, we got madmen uh, baptizing people, screaming about the Messiah. You got this, you got that. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about John the Baptist. Yeah, and, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's getting you ready." Yeah, there's some some groundwork that's there's being laid groundwork there. Groundwork being laid, and I didn't catch that the first time. I think it's it's uh, it's really you got to pay attention to Matthew mm-hmm. because he's because of what he does, because of what he chose to do with it. You know, to be the tax collector, his family totally shunned him. Oh yeah, he's alone. Yeah, I forgot about that. He's he's yeah. totally alone. He said his his father has kind of. Yeah, disowned him. You know, yeah. even his Roman, his Roman keeper even said, "What kind of man doesn't have a relationship with his father?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even further pushed him away. Yeah, from from his origins, I guess. So, so he, at the end of the sh- of, of number two, he's going. He prepares his food to go, and and he looks in the window and he sees his mom, his sister, I think, and the dad, and, and he's so so backwards and and. And afraid to approach it and try to to redeem that relationship, he, and he had told the dog. He said, "If there's anything left, I'll give you some when I get back." Wow! So he goes <laughs> back and he eats his uh, his Shabbat dinner with the dog. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it's a uh, it's amazing to see how even in our society today, when you choose certain things, how you're disowned, how, how you're you're not 
made a part of something, you're totally pushed to the side. And the only thing that can, the only thing that can bring that back together, the only thing that can heal that is what, is what happened in between. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's him. Matthew wasn't accepted of his own people, the Jews. The Romans looked at Jews as dogs. So he mm-hmm. got, so he had nobody. Yeah. Totally alone. Totally alone. Yeah. Yep, totally alone. And I also thought it was cool in, in Mary's uh, Shabbat. They're uh, like, yeah, we haven't got to that yet. Who's that other chair for? Oh, that's yeah. for Elijah. That's for Elijah. Right? No, well, we don't do that. It's only for on Pass- Seder. Yeah. yeah, it's only for the Passover. <laughs> yeah. You know, and who comes in and sits down? Yeah, who knocks on the door? And they're like the Messiah. Yeah. yeah. Who else are you expecting? <laughs> yeah. You know, and they, she opens the door, and but at that point, you know, when you were talking about Nicodemus coming to Mary and asking her all these questions, and you played the clip. He asked, who was this? And she goes, I don't even know his yeah, name. I don't even yeah. know his name. And so at this point, she still doesn't know this guy's name who's standing at her door asking to come in Yeah. to it's, have Shabbat with him, yeah. even though she knows what just happened with this guy. What he that did. He, did, he changed her completely. You know, completely. So, of course, she invites him in. Yeah. And, and, then, and she told Nicodemus, too, that man's not ready for him yet. Yeah, his time has yeah. not his come. His time has yet. not come. Mm. Which, when they went back and told Nicodemus that, that, that – Mary had been changed. You could see that. That was the the spark that started changing his. He was intrigued. Yes, yeah. that's when it really started. He started looking to going. What's going on here? Something, was, something, something was stirring. Yeah. Hey. yeah, the Holy Spirit was dealing with yeah. him. Which is a pre, like you said, it it starts the groundwork for a few episodes down. You'll start to see where also, that right. leads with Nicodemus. And also, yes. I caught something that. At uh, Mary's Shabbat, where when Thaddeus and uh, one of the other disciples come in, and they said, well, we were told this would be a good place to be for Shabbat. She didn't even know him. Yeah. And then when Jesus come in, he says, oh, I see you met my two students. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was pretty pretty cool. He pointed them there. Yeah. So, guys, closing thoughts. We've had a really good time here. Um, we've just enjoyed discussing the chosen episode one and two, and we're on Facebook now. You can look us up, Truth Revival, and it should pull us up. But if you have to put in something more specific, it's Truth Revival three seven three eight five. We're gonna have a post and a discussion on episode one and two. All of us are on Facebook. You'll be able to interact with us if you guys want to have a discussion. We'd love to just create an online forum and a community so we can just talk. Also, if you don't have a home church, you can come to Poplar Bluff. This is where all of us are, are based out of. We're not hard to find. We'd love to have this discussion with you. But, guys, we're going to wrap this up. So closing thoughts, we're going to let you guys just do just whatever's on your heart. We'll close it out. Randy, everybody's pointing at you. Why don't you give us some closing thoughts? And then we'll go to Travis. <laughs> Well, if you haven't watched it, I highly encourage you to to sit down and watch it. And like you said, it's going to be a it's going to be a binge because you're going to watch episode one and go, eh, let's go ahead and watch episode two. And before you know it, like I did, I watched the entire first season, eight straight episodes, one sunny, <laughs> now you, I mean one rainy Saturday. Now you told me that there's a plan for how many seasons? Seven seasons. So it's as it, long as they can keep the funding up. I think yes. they funded right. through season three. I don't think yeah. that's going to be a problem. I don't not think so anymore. Now. <laughs> not no. anymore. It's, no, it's, it's too big. 
So it's, it's yeah, getting it's big gonna, now. Travis, closing thoughts. Well, it's just uh, with with the chosen. I hate to use this term open mind, but you have to approach it with an open mind because mm-hmm. us as Christians are always so critical of anything about Scripture. And if you overanalyze this, you'll miss it. Yes. You'll miss it. Just like the Jews over overanalyzed who the Messiah was going to be, they missed him. Mm-hmm. whole race of people missed him. So I highly encourage you to watch it, pray about it. And it's got a disclaimer at the front that says, read the Scriptures for yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And that's just what I would tell anybody. Because I know like some people in my family would probably, after 30 minutes, be ready to turn it off. Well, this ain't following the Bible. You know, and... Anyway, just be open-minded, but seek the Lord and read the Bible for yourself. All right, all right. Paul? I think that um, Dallas Jenkins does an exceptional job of taking the characters in The Chosen and making them so relatable to who we are Mm. that I could look at every character and see myself in each one of them. Yep. And I can can remember the day that he put his hand on mine. And he said, this is not for you. <laughs> God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, folks, I don't think we're going to be able to end with anything better than that, Paul. Amen. But I love you, man. I love you guys. Thank you, man, for joining us today. This has been Truth Revival, Episode 6. We're out of here. <laughs> <laughs>